We've spoken a bit about the accent of a word, the stress of the word, and we've observed the accent of the stress moving around. But we didn't look yet at an accenting rule in Arabic. We can't read a word, let's say, and be certain of the accent, the stress, uh, where it goes. Although by now we'll have a good intuition about it. We can't be sure. So it's time to look at the rule so we can manage a word that we might read and understand where to stress it, where to accent it. Our general rule for accenting in Arabic is that the stress will usually come on the penultimate syllable, the second last syllable, like we've seen in shayf, rayeh, unless the last syllable is a strong sound. Now, in Arabic, strong sounds are either long vowels or two consonants together. Long vowels or two consonants together on the end of the word will pull the accent onto the end of the word. Otherwise, most of the time, we'll have it on the second last syllable. We can see this easily between shayf, and then when we put it into plural, shayfin, and we use that long vowel, in, it takes the accent. Gay, gaya, ah, is not the long vowel, so the accent doesn't move. Gayin, and there the accent moves. So this is the main rule. There are other exceptions, and we will look at uh, some, but this is the main rule. We have the accent on the penultimate syllable, the second last syllable, unless we have a strong sound, a consonant cluster, two consonants together, or a long vowel on the last syllable of the word, and that will pull the accent onto the end of the word. So let's uh, look at this practically. What is the word for here? Hina. Hina. So by default, most of the time, the accent's going to be on the penultimate syllable, the second last syllable, like in hina. What was the word for there? Hinak. Hinak. Do we have a strong sound here? Yeah, we have two vowels together. Yeah, we have a long vowel, effectively. Eh, hinak. And that attracts the accent. Hinak. So we see the accent there move between hina and hinak because of this strong sound, which pulls the accent onto the last syllable. What was the word for money? Filus. Filus. Where is the accent? In the last syllable. Good. Can you identify why? Yes, because there's a long vowel. Good. Filus. What was generous? Karim. Karim. Where is the accent there? In the second syllable. Then why? Because there's a long vowel in the second syllable. Good. We have Karim, the long vowel there on the end. How would you put that into feminine? Karima. Karima. Did you move the accent? Karim, Karima. It's, it's still on the second one. Yeah, it didn't move, did it? No. Because the A is not a long vowel. It's not a strong sound. It doesn't have any gravitational effect on this stress, on this accent. Karim. Karima, how do you say you see, talking to a male, you see? Anta shayif. Anta shayif. Where is the accent there? On shayif. Where is the stress? In the first syllable. Good. Although it's better to think of it as the second from last syllable. Of course it's both. It's on the second last and it's on the first in this case, no? But it's best to think of it as on the second last syllable because, as we mentioned, this is our standard position for the accent. So, enter shayif, you see, talking to male. How would you say, do you see us? 
And the shayifna is the correct accent. So we moved the stress there, but in both cases it's still on the penultimate, the second last syllable. Shayif, shayifna. So we move it, but to keep it in the same place, on the second last syllable. Shayif, shayifna. Again, how do you say you see, talking to a male? Anta shayif. Anta shayif, good. And you see him. What was the word for him, or how do you say his house? Betu. Betu. So the sound for him or for his? U. U. Good. So how would you say you see him? Anta shayfu. Anta shayfu. Good. So we lose the I there, and the shayfu, rather than moving the accent around. So moving the accent is not always an option of ours. We know sometimes we will just get rid of this little I. A small I or a small U can fall away in Arabic. Those are the two sounds that can fall away. Small I or small U. So, and the shayf, and the shayfu. Good. What was I was? Kunt. Good, Anna Kunt. We want to say Anna because Kunt by itself it could mean you as well, Enta Kunt. No? So Anna Kunt. So you were talking to a male? Anta Kunt. Anta Kunt. And to a female? Anti Kunti. Anti Kunti. Good. How is I was not? I wasn't. I was not. Anna Makuntish. Anna Makuntish. You were not talking to male? Ente makuntish. Ente makuntish. Now, you were not talking to a female is enti makuntish. Enti makuntish. Enti makuntish. Here, we break the rule to differentiate helping vowels, like in ene makuntish, from grammatical vowels, like in enti makuntish. The i in kunti, in Makuntish, it gives us information, it's a grammatical sound, it's the E of enti. So to differentiate that from the helping vowel, it will take the accent and become stretched. Makuntish. Again, how do you say I was? Anakunt. Good. I was here. Anakunt hina. Anakunt hina. Good. I was not here. Anna Makuntish Hina. Good. Anna Makuntish Hina. How would you say you were talking to a male? Anta Kunt. Good. And to a female? Anti Kunti. Good. Where were you to a female still? Anti Kunti Fan. Good. Anti Kunti Fan. Good. How would you say you were not talking to a female? Anti-makuntish. Good. Anti-makuntish. So here we are stressing that I because it's a grammatical vowel. And we'll always do this with grammatical vowels, vowels that give us information, not helping vowels, before this sh of mash. If you were to say you were, talking plurally, and to... And to kuntu. And to kuntu. Good. And you were not... Entu makuntush. Entu makuntush. Good. What was we were? Kunna. Kunna. And we were not? Makunash. Makunesh. Remember that stretched A can sound more like an E. Makunesh.
So, before we learned and, and, the and, no, ad, ad, me, ad, you, I have, you have. And when we put that into negative, we also saw some strange accenting changes occur. And now we understand why the accent there was moving around unexpectedly. It was because of these grammatical vowels occurring before the sh of mash. So let's recap that now. How do you say ad, me, or I have? Andy. Andy. Good. And I don't have? Mandish. Mandish. How do you say you have? Talking to a male. Andak. Andak. And you don't have? Mandaksh. And where does the accent go? Mandaksh. 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 The ksh sound. Exactly. A strong sound on the end of the word. Two consonants together constitute a strong sound. And when that's on the last syllable, it will attract the accent. Mandaksh. What was we have or at us? Andina. Andina. Good. But the negative we don't have? Mandinash. Mandinash. How was he has? Andu. Andu. He doesn't have? Mandush. Mandush. They have or at them? Andahom. And where's the accent? Andohom. 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 And the negative? They don't have? Mandahomsh. Mandahomsh. So here we don't have the accent on the end because we have a grammatical vowel. No, we have the accent on the end here because we have two consonants on the end. And two consonants constitute a strong syllable, and if they're on the end, they will pull the accent onto the end. Mandahomsh. So, to recap the accent rule, we can expect the accent in Arabic to be on the penultimate syllable, the second last syllable, unless on the last syllable we have a strong sound which will pull the accent onto the end. And strong sounds are long vowels, like in shayfin, kibir, or two consonants together, like in mandahomsh, mandaksh. But as we saw, we may see some exceptions to this, so we need to look out for them. When you do find other exceptions to this general accenting rule that we've learned, try to work out why there is an exception. Try to work out what's going on. And you can do that by finding things in common between exceptions. So, for example, if you were to find the words baladi, my country, and abadan, the word for never, two very common words, baladi, my country, and abadan, never, you will notice that they have the accent on the beginning. Upon further analysis, you might also notice that neither of these words have any strong syllables. There are no long vowels or double consonants in either of these words, which is why they're breaking the accent rule. Abadan, baladi. So you can work out these for yourself. When you find words that break the general accenting rule that we learned, try to figure out why by finding other examples where it also occurs.